John eleven twenty one through 26 says, Then said Martha unto Jesus, Lord, if thou hast been here, my brother had not died. But I know that even now whatsoever thou wilt ask of God, God will give it thee. Jesus saith unto her, Thy brother shall rise again. Martha saith unto him, I know that he shall rise again in the resurrection at the last day. Jesus said unto her, I am the resurrection and the life. And he that believeth in me, though he were dead, ye shall live. Yet shall he live. Excuse me. And whosoever liveth and believeth in me never shall die. Believest thou this? And then 43 and 44 says, And when he thus had spoken, he cried with a loud voice, Lazarus, come forth. And he that was dead came forth, bound hand and foot with grave clothes, and his face was bound with a napkin. Jesus saith unto them, Loose him and let him go. For the next few minutes, I'd like to preach to you on the resurrector. The resurrector, and you may be seated. Jesus had heard that Lazarus was sick, and it says in the word that Jesus loved Martha and Mary and Lazarus, but he did not go to Lazarus until after he had died. And it says while he was on his way, Martha came and met him and fell on her face and said, if you would have just came a little bit sooner, a couple days before, then, then he would not have died. But he says he will rise again, though. But she only thought of in the next lifetime. She thought that it was going to be when the resurrection came, that it was not possible for him to live again on this earth at that lifetime. But Jesus said that I am the resurrection, and I am the life. And he that believeth in me, though he were dead, yet shall he live. Then Mary, the other sister, came to him and fell on her knees and said, if you would have just been here a little bit sooner, Jesus then he would not have died. Our brother would not be dead right now. So Jesus tells them, take me to where he, you laid him. And it says while they were traveling there, he wept over Lazarus. And when they get there, the grave was a tomb that had a stone rolled in front of it. And so Jesus tells them to move the stone away from the entry. And while they're moving there, I can still see that they, they could not comprehend, that they didn't have the mindset that Jesus could raise Lazarus right then and there. But then all of a sudden, Jesus, when the stone is rolled away, says, Jesus, or Lazarus, come forth. And it says that a man with the clothes, the cloth that was from the top of his head to the soles of his feet began to walk out of that tomb. And Jesus said, take him, take the cloth off of him and let him go. And today there are people in here, even though you are not physically dead, and I hope that I don't preach you to death this morning, there are people in here that are spiritually tired or spiritually dead. But just let me tell you that he is the life, and he will give you life more abundantly. You don't have to stay where you're at, and you don't have to accept defeat this morning. You don't have to allow that mistake that you have made to conflict with your life and to make you think that there's no forgiveness for you. And let your walk with God die this morning, but we know who the resurrector is, and he wants to speak life to us again today. It is a lie from hell for us to think that it's too late and that we're too far gone, but Micah 7 and 8 says, rejoice not against me, O mine enemies, when I fall, I shall arise, when I sit in darkness, the Lord shall be a light unto me. It's not if we fall, but it's when we fall, but thanks be to God that he will be there when we need him, and he will help us in our situation. That... 
I don't know who this is for today, but God is wanting me to tell somebody that it's not too late for you, that you're not too far gone. Today is the day of salvation. It's not time for you to give up. It's not time for us to become complacent, but and it's not time for us to mope in our sorrow. But all you have to do is open your mouth and begin to cry out unto the Lord for the situations that you have, and he will answer the prayers that you have cried out. You don't have to live spiritually defeated this morning, and you don't have to live in turmoil any longer. But all you have to do is cry out unto the resurrecting Savior, and he will speak life into you one more time, and he will turn your life back around. He will turn your mourning into dancing, and your sorrow into joy. If God could raise a man that had been dead for three days, don't think that he can't raise your rock with him again. Don't think that he can't resurrect your walk again. If God can raise Lazarus, what do you think he can do for you? But God, but God is saying he wants he wants you to live again. He wants to encourage you, strengthen your walk with him today. But again, you just have to open your mouth and begin to cry out unto the Lord with all your spirit, and he will give you life and life more abundantly. And there are some people in here this morning saying that this word isn't for them, that your walk is stronger than it's ever been. And that's great, and praise God for it. But at the same time, there have been names and people that have came across your mind. And if you're fine this morning, then I want you to be able to stand for them and intercede for them this morning. Because there are people that are lost, there are people that have left this church that have a great ministry ahead of them. But it could be on the brink of the balance that you are the one that's supposed to pray for them, that's supposed to intercede for them, that's supposed to stand in their place. Come on, mom and dad, come forth out of that grave. Come on, brother and sister, son and daughter, grandpa and grandma, and whoever it may be. Come out of that grave and live again. You don't have to have the mindset that Lazarus and sisters have and accept the defeat. You can't have the mindset of God if you would have just helped them before they left the church. If you would have just built their faith, they never would have left. You don't have to accept that defeat for them and accept their loss. But you need to intercede for them right now because First John 5 and 14 says, And this is the confidence that we have in him. That if we ask anything according to his will... He heareth us. God cares about us. God loves us. God loves us, but he also, more importantly, cares about our soul. And if we intercede not only for ourselves, but for somebody else's soul, he will hear us and he will answer our plea. John 3 and 16 and 17 says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. God sent not his Son into the world to condemn the world but that the world through him might be saved. Romans 5 and 8 says, but God condemneth his love toward us. In that, while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. God does not, God does not want us to die lost. He, that's why he manifested himself in flesh and died for our transgressions so that we can live again because he doesn't want us to live spiritually dead 
He has a purpose for us in our life. And living lost is not a part of that plan. And we need to make up in our mind right now that we are going to live and serve the Lord. Because Matthew 11 and 28 says, Come unto me, all ye that are la- that labor and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. You may be tired. You may be spiritually dead. But you can find rest in the Lord today. If you cry out unto the Lord when you pray and you spend time with God, that is your restoration. And it will help you carry into the end. So if we can stand at this time, whether it's for you or for somebody else, why don't we stand in their place or we begin to intercede for ourselves here for a moment and just ask God here for a few moments to help us, to strengthen us, to encourage us here for a few moments. Can we lift our hands? Lord, we love you, Jesus. Lord, we thank you for time and time again being there for us. And Lord, right now, before this service continues, Lord, Lord, I ask that you strengthen us, that you help us, that you encourage us this morning, Lord. Lord, do what all only you can do, Lord. And Lord, we cry out not only for ourselves, but for those that used to sit on these pews, Lord. Lord, we cry out for them that they'll return, that the prodigal sons and daughters won't be gone any longer, but they will continue to come back to the house of the Lord and fulfill the purpose that you have for them this morning. In the name of Jesus, we pray. And amen.